0: We saw a report revealing that Russia had interfered with the election once again. And we also witnessed the major issue going on at the U.S. Mexico border. You're listening to Politics, Politics, and this is the week of 2 14 2021. <music> Is politics schmaltics? politics always? I hope you had a nice spring break, and I'm sorry for releasing this episode late, but I just had a bunch of other things I had to do. Anyways, let's begin. Gavin Newsom, he's made it clear in an interview that the recall will reach the number of signatures needed to hold the recall election. So we've talked about Gavin Newsom about three episodes ago, and essentially we talked about how in California there was this recall effort going on to get him out of office and have him replaced. Now, why people want him out of office Is complicated. The people who are signing the recall um, petition—they're saying that he handled the virus irresponsibly, and that his lockdown guidelines were just too strict. Now, before I say anything else, I just want to say they were effective. Um, The U.S. average is one in eleven people of the virus. California, one in thirteen people of the virus, and California has doubled the density rate of the national average. Just looking at those. So those people, it's not really fair to say that. Anyways, this recall effort, it was cre- It was created before the virus even began. It was originally just recall effort based on peer political differences, such as immigration and taxes. However, after attending the French laundry restaurant while he was telling people to stay home and avoid large gatherings, that pretty much made the recall effort the recall effort it's grown up to become now. So there is there's a claim 2 million signatures turned in while they just needed 1.5 million signatures turned in for the recall effort to qualify. It will be the 10th ever recall in recall election in California history, and it will certainly be one that the entire nation will watch. Um, It's been a nationwide movement actually so far with people from almost every single state donating money. But the thing is, these people largely identify as Republicans or independents. And that can easily, like Governor Gavin Newsom, say that these people are just Republicans that are trying to get me out of office. And these people who are donating, they can't deny that because when you have groups like the Republican National Committee donating $250,000 to the recall effort, it really just shows you how much this is backed by Republicans. In fact, saying that this is just backed by Republicans or QAnon supporters or the Proud Boys, it's actually pretty much been Governor Gavin Newsom's defense the entire time. He's been on a run talking to all types of media in an attempt to defend his image and stay in office. Now, the two million signatures needed turned in is only 12% of the number of votes that were cast in the 2018 election that Newsom pretty dominantly with 62% of the votes. Basically, all Newsom needs to do to stay in office is to hype up his fellow Democrats enough to come out and vote for him to stay in office. And that shouldn't be too hard because 12% isn't even slightly that big of a number and should be handled. Now, Governor Newsom has definitely made some pretty big and defining mistakes in the COVID-19 pandemic. And I certainly hope that from this recall effort, he'll remember them and become a better, better governor out of them. National Intelligence, they've released a report this week, and that said that Russia once again tried to influence the U.S. election so that it would favor Trump, but they didn't at all alter the number of votes he or anyone else got. They didn't make it harder to vote. And they just pretty much influenced the election in a legal way. So essentially, the person who headed all of this on Russia's side was none other than Vladimir Putin. Um, He authorized everything that happened. There were officials under his instructions. And their main goal was to undermine the amount of confidence the public had in the election system and make Joe biden seemed corrupt like he was the bad guy in the race and we talked about um, the situation where they had joe biden's son hunter biden and his relationship to some shady businessmen i think In the second or third episode, either way, they released edited videos to anger both sides of the political spectrum, and they spread around a lot of conspiracy theories. On the other hand, Iran, they tried to influence the people against Trump, not for him, as to where Trump, he ordered the drone strike on one of Iran's most respected general, Qasem Soleimani. Um, And I guess Iran needed to get revenge on him. They actually swore that they would get revenge. Either way, there was China, and China, they were actually considering influencing the election, but eventually they decided not to, as well, they didn't want to ruin their relationship with the U.S. At this point, their relationship isn't even that good anyways, but it was good that they at least went over that. The saddest part for me for this is that the Trump administration, they had this report with them before any of us got it. And yet they still push claims that China and Venezuela influenced the election when all of that was proven wrong. And it, it was proven wrong with a great amount of evidence in this report. And yet they still continued to anger people for no absolute reason. So there has been an ongoing issue at the border involving migrants and anticipation. It had always been a very big part of Biden's plan to be um, very open to immigrants coming into the country, trying to cross the border and come to America for safety um, because they're escaping violence that they faced in their past countries. Um, There's many more job opportunities in the U.S. and overall it's It's just a better life. Um, During the Trump administration, they made it a lot harder to seek asylum in the United States. And we know that Trump was not at all happy with immigrants coming back into the country. Thus, the wall that he built. And now in Biden's administration, they're finally welcome back in, except there's only one problem. They're coming in such large amounts that the Department of Homeland Security, they can't handle it. Mainly, the only thing they can do at this one is take unaccompanied children. But even when they do that, the children, they're kept in shelters that are like jail cells. Um, They're kept well beyond the 72 hour limit. And now they have to take turns sleeping on the grounds. Um, Republicans, they call this a humanitarian crisis. But most of the Democrats don't go that far. But everyone really wants to help those at the border. Um, Biden asked everyone to stop coming, um, crossing into America in an interview. And the chief of the Department of Homeland Security, he has said that the border is closed. But it's just momentarily while they try to grapple with the current migrants. And then they'll be ready when they open the border back again. So Congress, they're preparing two bills. One is the American Dream Act and Promise Act. And this bill, it would make it easier for people who are coming into the country to get citizenship. And the second bill is called the Farm Workforce Modernization Act. And that would make it easier for migrant farmers to apply for legal status in the United States. Um, There are other less popular bills like the updated Dreamers Bill introduced by Dick Durbin. But It requires 60 people, and that is very unlikely to pass. Either way, the Biden administration, one way or another, is going to have to own up to their mistakes, and so are the Republicans who helped Trump pass his anti-immigrant bills. That was actually pretty much it for this week, but I still have two weekly roundups, and the first one is Louisiana. They had two special elections this week. One was for Cedric Richmond's empty spot, and he was a representative, and Biden appointed him as the director of public engagement. And the second one was for Luke Letlow, who was originally um, the nominee of Louisiana's 5th district, but five days before he was going to be sworn in, he died of complications he got from COVID-19. So for the special election with Cedric Richmond's empty spot, it was held in a deeply blue district. There were 15 contenders. And out of all of them, two emerged, State Senator Troy Carter, who got 36% of the vote, and another State Senator, Karen Peterson, who got 23% of the vote. Since neither of them, they, none of them, managed to get to the majority of the vote, they will be going into a runoff that will take place in April for the special election with Luke Letlow's empty seat. His wife was the winner, and she won pretty dominantly. Um, before that, she had snagged a lot of endorsements, even from the former president himself, and she won with sixty-two percent of the vote in a field with twelve other contenders, which is really. Impressive. And she raised almost 10 times more than the second highest racing candidate. So that was a really successful campaign. Next, Trump had to close Mar-a-Lago partially. There was this COVID-19 outbreak in his private club for paying members and himself. And it really should be a reminder that you should start wearing masks and encouraging masks because it's finally starting to affect him and his business personally. Trump is also starting his own social media platform in the next three months. Um, there's Jason Miller, who's a spokesperson for Trump, who was a spokesperson for Trump's 2020 presidential campaign. And he said that he expects it to be a big hit and he expects it to attract tens of millions of people. Now, just from what I know so far, I expect the platform to be based on free speech. And it's a place where he or no one else would be banned from. I honestly, under- I don't understand. And why he didn't just get Parler, the conservative social media platform, but he has his reasons for almost everything. Thank you for listening to Politics Politics. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to join our mailing list. All you need to do is send an email to politicsfmolitics2020 at gmail.com. That email is also located on our website. You were listening to Politics Politics. This is the week of 3-14-2021. You were listening to Politics Schmaltics and see you next week.